the role play every day the most common question asked by buyers and asked by sellers is asked to our sales people in the office and we thought we're going to run through that with you very quickly today billy what's the question should i stay or should i go now That was corny hard. Yeah. Well, I've got the Clash. We're joined by Clash this morning. Nothing like a bit of uh, English yep. punk rock for a Tuesday morning. They're behind you. Yeah. Um, it's uh, look. This is a this is a really 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 uh, testing time for people with interest rates going up, and uh, it's playing with with people. Uh, emotions, it's playing with people's uh, anxiety, it's playing with people's depression, it's playing with people's money, it's playing with people's homes, and uh, people are left scratching their head because it was just a weirdo of a two or three years with COVID on one hand, but then on yeah. the other hand, property shelter started doing really, really well, but now the opposite. It's funny, and we're getting this. I think out of all the questions we get asked, this has got to be the one that we um, we get the most. It's ridiculous. So many people are really in limbo stage, whether they whether they literally stay or go now, and um, whether that be out of area or whether that be you know downsizing, purchasing. It's um, it's all the same. Everyone's kind of got the same um, concerns at the moment. Well, it's where would you rather be, I guess, because, you know, two or three years ago when there was that uncertainty of COVID, um, it was just so scary. You just had the whole world pause um, and the whole world pause on something that they didn't know the answer to. And it seems like now that there's certainty around that and there's assurances around that, we know how to act around that, it then puts so much confidence and so much wins into people's sales. They went out and spent. Um, they went out and bought property. They went out and spent. Um, yep. So then, then it's almost like the interest rate rise has created these, now creating this uncertainty and angst with people that's actually making them slow down a little bit. So it's, um, it's I just wish I had a golden ball. Oh, don't we all? I mean, that's all golden. What's it called? Not a miracle. What's that thing that the sorts are at? Golden ball, whatever it is. It's true, though. And, you know, we're just starting to hear of this. Um, you know, people now starting to look at maybe selling because, you know, it's getting a bit tight on the pockets, whether it be an investment property or, um, you know, downsizing or whatever. It's um, It's interesting crystal ball thanks Luke <laughs> golden ball uh, but I mean yeah what are we seeing so at the moment there is um, should I stay or should I go now there is like you could definitely say stock levels are quite low at the moment so maybe people are not having the option to move on to what they're necessarily looking for uh, but there's a lot of talk on the flip 
side of that, that um, spring's going to be busy. A lot of property coming on in um, as we warm, get into the warmer months. What are your thoughts on that, Mark? Well, I think that, and and people are, are asking, like last night, another client late having a big chat, old chat about, you know, what do you reckon the market's going to do, and um, you know, should I should I buy, should I not? Um, I think at the end of the day, we we're not just trading for the sake of trading. We're trading because we need to. We're trading because it's essential, and yeah. I, I know prices up, prices down, but. At the end of the day, people just got into what they needed to get into uh, on a domestic level, you know. So they, they ended up just upgrading, downgrading. So, you know, when you go and do your shopping in the supermarket, you don't have to shop for a while because you've just shopped. So I think there was a lot of property shopping shopping also done. They're relevant to prices up, prices down. There was a lot of property shopping already done. People positioned themselves with what they wanted as an investment or as a living property, and yeah. that's okay. So it means just lower volumes now. Yep. Um, you've just moved yourself, though. Was Did you have a concern about you know what the market's doing long-term, or were you, again, transacting out of sort of necessity? You look back to essential. Um, so, you know, our family home of 15 years we we're in and um, kids are all through through pretty much through high school. Jade's got year, year 12 to go. Um, yeah. But, and, you know, our, our eldest is through uni and at work. Um, so it was on the back of that essential and we're done. Do you know what I mean? Probably and done for a very long time. So, yeah. you know, I, I think it's... When people are saying they've got to, you know, should I do it or you know, should I stay? Or should I go now? I, again, if you if you didn't do the trade for whatever reason in the last couple of years and, and it's essential to you, then absolutely you should do it. And irrelevant to where the prices are, it needs to be done. Uh, it's essential. So I, I think that you know, uh, not only that, but if you look at property prices, really the last um, ten years, I'm really i i'm a real stickler for the rolling 10-year average of a suburb yeah if you want to know what that rolling 10-year average for your suburb is click it across to us and we'll respond but the rolling 10-year average for some suburbs should be around 100 to 110 percent that means the property value 10 years ago was half the property value it is today. Well, that means the property value is 10 years, 10 years goes double. Um, that's about right. That's where you should be sitting. And if we look at our, our parents and our families, uh, the properties they live in, they generally, they generally attract it double every 10 years. Yeah. Yep. And um, I think that's what you've got to sort of just um, – you know, come back to each time you're looking at buying, moving, selling is, uh, you know, the reason behind it. Because maybe, maybe you could agree last, last, late last year, people got a little bit caught up in maybe the dollars and cents side of it, how much they could get for their property. And it was hard not to. There were some big numbers being thrown around. Look, they're, they're huge numbers, but there was a lot of years where the market didn't do anything. A lot. Um, there was there was periods of three, four, five, six, seven years where the market maybe moved a couple of percent, five percent a year. And I'll say it again: the rolling ten-year average has to sit at about double on average. So, if you're trying to nut out where the market, what the market's going to be doing um, in the next year or two, 
have a look at your rolling your rolling average on your suburb, your rolling ten year average, and if that rolling average um, average is quite low, maybe around the eighty or ninety percent, then I think you can bank some growth into your suburb the next couple of years. If that um, if that rolling average is sitting at one hundred and fifty percent for your suburb, then I think your suburb could sleep for a couple of years um, until that until that catches back up. So that. That rolling average, obviously, each year will naturally push push downwards as the years roll out because it's an average. And then the property prices going up will actually lift will lift, lift that percentage up. So uh, if it goes up, you know, beyond that five or ten percent, it'll start lifting that average up. So I really encourage everyone if you want to work out what property prices are going to do in the area where you're living, look at the rolling ten-year average if you kind of brain it. And there you go. If you need a suburb looking at, send it over or type it in now and uh, we'll, we can look it up for you. Send it back. Um, so we've got so we've got a really good piece of, piece of data, um, which is called, it's called RP data. And that's it there. So it's an app. So it gives us the ability to put in any, any suburb. So for instance, if I put in Colorway, and I put in units for Colorway rolling 10-year average. What have we got? 124 in the green? I just see that. Just see that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what right. happens when you're young. Your eyes still work, Mark. <laughs> Joking. That's impressive, dude. So, you know, we, we can run this average on any, on any suburb. If I can, just before, because I'm a bit excited and I really enjoy this. Um, I'll run Parramatta units. Um, and so can you find this without RP data or you just come straight to us? Uh, we've got it because the the, um, the subscriptions that we're on that we pay for, so we're happy, so we're happy to you know, share this information with clients. Yeah. Um, there you go. 100, I can't see that one. Stitch me up. 62%. 62%. Wow, big difference. Big difference. And, and the, the, the reason why, um, well, so you're saying look at look at those numbers and um, where are we now? Still can't see that one. Sixty-two percent. Yeah. So you know, I, that's if someone is is buying it in. in Parramatta and then asking yeah. me about about you know should they stay or should they go now that is going to be a different answer when I look at the rolling ten year average of a suburb compared to fast about DY. Um, yeah. If they ask me about about Marawina houses, which is a suburb one suburb inland from DY, I would give them a different answer again because the yeah. rolling average there there are some suburbs that have had a rolling average of one hundred and ninety percent. You know, and I think those suburbs have really are really spent. And I don't think they're going to take a hit, but I think they're going to take a sleep. Yeah. Okay, that's a good way to look at it. Really good way to look at it. Um, and then the, the the buyer in this market that's going to um, sort of work their money the best. Um, would you say that it would be someone looking to upsize? So what's the question? The buyer in the market in this market that's um, going to get the most out of their money is that is that the person upsizing 
Absolutely. I think if you're if you're getting out at a lower price and you're not picking it at a higher price, the mortgage you would have taken on is smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I was you know, having a yeah. chat with Stevs, one of our other sales reps yesterday. He he thought it was maybe one of the best markets in five, six, seven years he's seen to upsize, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And look, I think the, the, the ferocity of the market was quite intimidating for a lot of buyers and sellers. It's a much yeah. more relaxed market. It's a much more balanced market to achieve your sales purchase. There's more time. It's not violent. <laughs> no, we like peace. It's peace. Well, it was, yeah, you know, like a year ago, that to, to trade out a trade to a property, it's just, it's just that's high stakes. Yeah, true that. I think that's the show, is it? That's it. That's it. That's so, what would you do, Billy Bob? What, what are you going to do? Are you going to stay or are you going to go now? No, I'm staying until I'm ready to go now. I'm, I'm really no, looking forward no. to being back in the market, but not quite yet. What does that look like to you? Is that is that selling and buying something here? Is it buying an investment property, keeping your place? No, I think keeping it. Like um, for me, I've kind of worked it in as an as a normal everyday expense now, and then go again, just like adding another expense. But um, yeah, it's exciting times. There's some really I, I've just seen some really exciting opportunities out there. Um, and at the same time, there's still you know people moving on to some awesome things, whether it be outside of Sydney or or um, into another property. So yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, do you reckon I saw some data coming through on all the prices they've been doing? Do you reckon? Uh, you reckon it's really going to cool off up north? You know, your Queensland and your Central Coast. Do you reckon they're going to feel back? Are they going to pour the ball? Are they going to level out? I think it's got to level out or at least just sort of line up with the rest of the country. There's only so much more that, um, you know, it can, it can sort of push on from what Sydney's done. So, yeah, stay tuned. I'm interested to see how many more rate rises can we actually take. That's that's a topic for another day. But how many more are there actually to come? Because we've had, what, what, three consecutive ones now? Unexpected. Four? Yeah. Well, expected but unexpected. You know, it's done its job. How many more uh, are here now? Yeah, but just to have the assurance from the authorities to, you know, we're not going to see rate rises until 24, 25, and then to be hit now, it's just unexpected, you know. So I think I think that yeah. that's that's almost like having a double rate rise, effectively. You know, so if you say, if, you say, if I expect to get a half percent, that is a very different different feeling that that leaves the point that you don't expect the half percent. Do you know what I mean? The net effect can feel like one or two percent because I'm just, it was just, I didn't, you know, I didn't expect it. So I think, I think people are feeling that it's not really the cash flow, but it's the emotion of like, where did that come from? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, true. It's another good way to, um, good way to look at it. Full of wisdom, Mark. <laughs> See you later. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Billy Bob. Thank you, thank you, Billy, the old man in a young man's body. <laughs> thank you. Do you want to play out your song? Yeah, sure. Give me one second. I'm just gonna get it back up.
Love this song. Love this song. <laughs> there we go. Say it will be double. See you later. <laughs> should I stay or should I go?